I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Hey everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Hilton, owner and founder of the fertility coaching business, Studio Fertility, funnily enough. And for the last couple of weeks, it found me, I finally got COVID and it has not been fun, Um, but I'm doing okay. Um, But just more uh, a warning to you that I'm going to do my best to get through this podcast without um, coughing and (laughs) spluttering all over you. Uh, But don't worry, you can't catch it through this podcast. (laughs) So that is a good thing. Anyway, today I wanted to talk to you about the phenomenon when you're on a fertility journey called pregnancy test trauma. Now, there is no such thing. Like there's no, there's no actual term uh, that's being created, but I'm making that up. But for anyone listening, you know what that feeling is like. And I'm not really making up that feeling, right? It doesn't, just doesn't have a name, but you know, pregnancy test trauma is um, pretty good if you ask me. You know, you have a cupboard full of pregnancy tests. You've, you know, you've bought so many, you don't even know how much money you've spent on them, right? Uh, and you swear you won't buy any more, but you end up caving and buying more each month and you test every single month because what if this is the month? What if this is the month I see those two pink lines or those two blue lines or whatever ones you get. I mean, how many pregnancy tests do you think you have done? Like, could you add that up? It would be shocking for some of us, right, to add them all up. Um, quite confronting. And if not pregnancy tests, then ovulation strips or herbs or supplements or the amount we've spent on acupuncture or something like that, right? So if the money you have spent on these pesky plastic things isn't enough of a trauma, right? The money in itself. It's the amount of times that thing has been stark white or fading or whatever your story is. Because taking pregnancy tests that often does become traumatic in this experience. It becomes a case of, you know, we let a line or a lack of a line determine how we feel, right? Um, much like, you know, some people determine how they're going to feel that day based on their number on a scale, right? It doesn't actually make sense to do that. And we start to collect more and more and more evidence each time we do it of how this isn't possible for us because we have so many, so much evidence of why it's not going to work. And we then expect it to be negative, but break down, you know, when it is anyway. And it becomes this vicious cycle. Now, to be honest with you, over my extremely long 10-year journey, I was actually never a tester. My cycles were regular enough that I would always just wait to be late, right? But I never was. And I got so in tune with my body that I knew my period was coming days out from it showing up. Okay. So I had a lot of clues beforehand that told me I didn't need to test. Like, for example, for two nights in a row before I got my period, I'd have 
pretty sleepless nights. Sometimes I might only get four hours of sleep and not actually feel tired, right? So and then I knew my period was coming because if I only got four hours sleep and my period wasn't coming, then I would be extremely tired. <clears throat> and the next day, you know, um, yeah, I just wouldn't suffer. It's like my body literally doesn't need it in those nights. But when I get my period, then I'd crash that night. Um, I've since discovered that this is, this is actually my progesterone dropping. <clears throat> Sorry, I say my voice is still cracking up a bit. I didn't have a voice for a while. So this is still my, this was my progesterone dropping because I always had really, well, I think I still do have really good progesterone. So um, it was dropping from a great height. And, um, you know, so I think I had a long way to fall. But it didn't mean that for the most part that I didn't still try and convince myself that maybe I was wrong and maybe I was pregnant anyway. I still drove myself crazy. <laughs> Let me give you the tip. And I had many other signs that my body would give me, like my boobs feeling less full or if they'd been sore, not feeling so sore anymore. And I think up until I started IVF, I had taken about two pregnancy tests ever, I think. And both on the first month of trying because I lost my very regular period and I would have been silly not to test to see if I was pregnant. And then the doctor also tested me to make sure. That's a whole other story. So why am I telling you this? <laughs> you might be thinking, well, that's not like me at all. Why are you telling me this? Well, I tell you this because I did get a glimpse into all of this for myself when I was doing IVF. And honestly, not testing was better for my mental health, but I still found other ways to drive myself crazy. Anyway, so you would know that I did IVF and I got pregnant the first time and I had my baby boy and all of that was amazing and rightly so, right? I still have the pregnancy test that I did after the blood test um, that came up bright and clear and I love it. But you also know that trying for number two didn't come as easy and didn't eventuate because I ended up having breast cancer. And I embarked on many IVF cycles before my diagnosis um, of breast cancer, that is, and some resulted in pregnancy and miscarriage and some resulted in absolutely nothing. And I think I did something different on all of those times. And because I went deep on those forums at the time, I had read about women testing out their trigger shot and then seeing if they were pregnant by testing every day. So literally one time I went, I'm going to try this. Like maybe this is my story and I can do this too. So every day from like day four or five days post-transfer, I did a pregnancy test to actually test out my trigger shot and then to see if the line got stronger again. Um, or times when I tested like two days early before the beta H um, HCG test to get the positive and then not really see it get any darker and then have it all end in miscarriage, right? And to be honest with you, doing it that way was absolutely horrible. Like I drove myself into a hole doing it that way, testing out my trigger shot and testing early and then not having any clarity and stuff like that. Um, more like I'm not saying that the two-week wait is ever easy and particularly after an IVF cycle when you know there is something in there that could take. But this drove me more mental and more 
spiraling into anxiety and depression than anything I've ever experienced in my life. I waited every day to be able to test, right? And I got satisfaction for what, like about three minutes? And, and you know, while I did it and while I waited for those results, like something in me was like being satisfied in that moment. And then I just got super anxious again and just didn't understand how I had to wait another 24 hours to test it again. I mean, I did logically, but unconsciously my whole body was like on fire and burning into this pit of hell through that experience. That's all I lived for, being able to test again. And it was totally unsettling, consuming, and completely horrible beyond horrible. So when I was testing every day after about four days post my transfer, like that was actually the longest two-week wait ever. Like I'm not exaggerating. I have never felt so anxious in a two-week wait ever. Like I drove myself mental. It was all-consuming and literally unsettled my mental health um, more so than any other two-week wait. It was all I could think about because I was so obsessed with it and monitoring and measuring every little thing that I could. I thought going into that that I would be able to handle it. I really did, that it was just more information that I would just know earlier, right? And I wanted to see what it was like doing it that way. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but I would never do that again, ever. See, I gave my brain one thing to focus on. My world was entirely focused on the outcome. And even though at times, you know, uh, some of those times I was seeing two pink lines because I was testing out my trigger shot, I couldn't trust those two lines. And so I came to see pregnancy tests as unreliable. I couldn't rely on it even if it said yes. That lack of trust and that level of communication from a mind-body fertility perspective just drove me further into not trusting that things would work out. Even when it was a yes, right, it could be a no. To live in that mindset and that world was soul-destroying. But this is what I know some women are doing to themselves every single natural cycle, every single IVF cycle, absolutely driving themselves nuts. They don't want to wait, and I totally get that. But that also doesn't enable them to ever let go, to not give up, but just let go a bit, to not be so consumed by it all. There's no space in there for them to experience any joy, any happiness, to ride out these times. If your only thoughts and actions and everything you are doing is fertility focused, then that is the only way you can experience your life. And time after time, I find people just spiral deeper and deeper into anxiety and depression and desperation. And all they ever see are pregnancy tests they can't trust because you're testing things out or because you've tested too early or whatever it is, right? Or white blank stark tests that just signal to your brain over and over and over and over and over again how hopeless all this is and how hopeless you should feel. But it's lying to you. Your brain is lying to you. 
Unfortunately, that's how the brain works. It collects evidence to, you know, and the more evidence you give it, the more it supports its belief that this isn't possible, which of course makes you feel worse and worse because it is all you want. It tells you there is no hope to the point where you are having trauma every single time you break out those sticks and at the same time feel like you can't help yourself because you've lost control and you feel like this is somehow getting back control. And it weakens the mind-body connection to allowing this to be a possibility if you want to go that far, right? Now, home pregnancy tests are amazing. Don't get me wrong. And they are a necessary part of your journey. But I want you to consider how they might be traumatizing you as well. How they might be keeping you stuck from being able to breathe just a little bit deeper. Being able to experience a more rich life that involves more than just your fertility journey. You know, people always ask me what's the answer to being able to let go or surrender a little bit more. It's being able to bring other things into your life that aren't about your fertility journey. That's part of the answer. And the answer to healing and feeling better on this journey is not to immerse yourself in more trauma. It's about healing what you have been through, learning to reframe your darkest thoughts, to understand fact from fiction so you don't drive yourself nuts, and to find the joy in your life where it does exist now. And when you do that, you might be able to go back to maybe testing once a month with a whole new perspective and mindset, or find that you don't feel the need to test anymore. Could you imagine being at that place where you keep your intentions to get pregnant and do what is necessary to get pregnant, but don't feel the need to test before you're late. Could you imagine that? And I know that life is never that simple for everyone. People with PCOS and or, you know, irregular cycles, right? It's quite different. But it's about setting up a pattern and a rhythm for yourself that does work and isn't consuming. That allows you to step through this journey without losing yourself and feeling completely destroyed. What's the point in feeling completely destroyed to get pregnant, to then not enjoy it, to then still feel traumatized when your baby comes? You know, you're just, you're setting your your whole motherhood up for failure in that way, if you know what I mean, because we want you to enjoy it, right? Um, My want for all of you listening is to have the babies that you feel so connected to, but it's not a pregnancy test that is going to do that, okay? The pregnancy test won't help you get pregnant. What will set you up for more success is learning to find your happiness now and learning to calm down your nervous system. Those pregnancy tests are not doing that. They are amping up your nervous system. They're not calming it down. Finding your happiness now also aids every cell in your body. I know for some of you that might seem strange, but a body that's living in toxic hell from stress and mental stress isn't um, as aligned to pregnancy as, as people who are in that place of happiness that can find the calmness within. And it's the very things we think are empowering us that we need to let go of sometimes so that we can 
feel truly empowered again. So I will leave you with this question today. What would you do differently on your fertility journey if you felt empowered again? If you felt truly empowered and calm and in control of, you know, knowing how to process your emotions and all of that, what would you be doing differently? And I'll see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving a review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis and visualization, how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.